Blog Talk Radio.
ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of The Cypher. This is yours truly, the atypical, along with my brothers and partners in crime, the B-I-double-G Rich, DJ Comedic, and Black Caesar. Yo, what's good with you, DJ Comedic? How you feeling, my brother? Honestly, I'm a little dragging. You know, my um, schedule is off kilter. Um, so, you know, I'll be up at the spot, at the spot at 6.30 in the morning. Now, I mean... You saw me earlier today, had to move the mix around as well. So, you know, making that dollar, making it do what it do, it's a little tiresome. I hear you on that, I hear you on that. B-I-double-G, how you feeling, my brother? Yo, man, you know how we do, slow motion in the big city, trying to make things happen, man, trying to uh, move some things around myself. Um a very bright brother that I know uh, wrote some wise words this morning. And uh, I th- I'm a paraphrase when I think he said, if you want things to change, then change what you do. Read it again. If you want things to change, change what you do. Am I saying that correct, sir? Am, am I close? <laughs> yeah, not only are you close, but that's not the, that's not the third time I've heard that today. So a lot of times, clearly, <laughs> I don't just be talking to myself. But um, yeah, but but then the 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 punctuation at the end is consistently. If you're gonna change, you gotta you can't change today. You gotta just keep changing. But yeah, right. Yeah, we we right. we we in a state of change apparently. Uh, that hit a lot of people real hard today. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard. Hard. It, it, it definitely struck <clears throat> a nerve with me, my brother, and um. So, uh, you know, I'll I'll say right here publicly to all the ears that are listening, uh, you know, you're not talking to yourself. You definitely got you definitely got somebody who my ears perk up like a Dalmatian when uh, when I see your post, my friend. They they do. So that's appreciate it. As long as it feeds you, it's all good. Appreciate it. Most definitely. Yeah, gotta get gotta get that daily nutrition. So that's what it is. And as always, for those of you out there tuning in to us, welcome. We appreciate you tuning in. As always, if you're not listening to us via the link, or if you are listening to us via the link and you want to join us in the discussion, you got a question, comment, or thought, you just want to chill with us here in the cipher, you can do so by hitting us up at 818-369-0344. That's 818-369-0344. As always, we look forward to hearing from you guys out there from within these borders of the good old U.S. of A. and outside of them as well. I actually uh, made a new friend, somebody um, listening to the show from Dublin, Ireland. Uh, hit me up, actually, uh, via social media. They uh, checked the show out and said, hey, they enjoy it. So, wish the uh, well from the uh, land of the Irish, so... Appreciate you uh, tuning yeah. in to us. Um, yo, I, I, you know, I know you guys don't really stay in tune um, to the political, you know, realm as much as I do. I basically listen to this shit daily just to, one, as a level of entertainment because the shit is so jacked up and just beyond, you know, logical reasoning that, I tune in is almost like being addicted to one of these reality shows. You want to see what the hell is going to happen next or what's going to be said or what's going to be done or 
who gets kicked off the island next. But this, for people, you know, prior to the election of of Dumb Donald, you know, I, I listened to a lot of people, especially minority people, you know, my black friends, my Latino friends, you know, and some of them, of course, supported Trump, voted for him, you know, Trump supporters. And I heard pretty much the same line from the vast majority of them. You know, get a man a chance. Wait wait till he get in office, you know. He, you know, yeah, we, we hear the hateful rhetoric. We hear, He's just saying that, you know, to get elected. All politicians say stuff to get elected. Okay, well, it's been seven months now since he was elected and has been in office. And this dude has took a turn for the worst. I truly believe that this man, aside from being a... a a classic example of narcissism that he is seriously has something a mental defect going on within him. I mean, seriously, I thought initially he was you know just doing this for attention, but this man seriously has a mental defect as well as a bit of a bigotry in him. And I don't know if you guys have really been paying attention, but a lot of the stuff that he's done, especially with regards to legislation or stuff that he wants to pass his legislation borders on true bigotry and 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 sort of a, a white nationalism. Um you look at a lot of his tweets that went out, this one that he sent out uh last week about uh transgenders will no longer have a place to serve in any capacity in our military. Of course, um you know, his military department shut that down real quick and was like, you know, there is no legislation on the table, you know, to ban transgender. So, you know, until we see something, you know, don't even buy into that. But then you also look at, uh, you also look at this uh, war with Latinos, whether it's the wall in Mexico or recently um, declaring war on MS-13, um, you know, the, the Latino gang. You look at uh, most recently here this uh, plan now to um, to have the Justice Department investigate discrimination at colleges and universities regarding affirmative action, saying that it's being uh, prejudiced against white students. I mean, it's, it's just a whole bunch of stuff, yo, where he is purposely targeting minorities. And I, I still don't get it. You know, there's an expression my grandmother told me when I was younger that said, when people show you who they are the first time, you believe them. And this man showed us this going back decades, that he was a borderline bigot, et cetera, et cetera. So why people, especially those of minorities who voted for him, that thought that he was going to be something different or do something to help, you know, minorities in this country or the poor or anything of the sort, it just baffles the F out of me. It really does. So I don't know if you guys have anything to chime in on that, but I just wanted to get that out there because, like I said, the political climate every day just gets crazier and crazier. And like I said, some of this stuff that he tweeted out or said on a, you know, hot mic or whatever, you felt like, okay, it was just him trying to get attention. But this dude clearly has some some uh, issues that need to be uh, evaluated by, you know, somebody uh, clinical. <laughs> What's your thoughts, Big Rich? 
Yay, nay. Um. Well, you know, I I don't I don't I don't know if I can really offer any any thoughts on what your you know your 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 editorial uh, comments that you just made. You know, like that's kind of you kind of offered. You know what what how you feel about it, and so you know that that that's kind of where you are. Um, I I definitely. As far as who he is and what he's doing, um, you know, without without knowing whether or not he really and truly has a mental defect or some type of issue that needs to be looked at by a professional, um, all I can say is that he will definitely go down in history as the worst president this country has ever had. I ever. mean, I mean, think. Think about it for a second, Rich. Like today, the story that the, the story that broke today, he he gave uh, when he was introducing his new um, chief of staff, uh, General Kelly, on Monday. He sat up there and talked about, you know, um, President NATO of Mexico or whatever that he called him and thanked him, you know, about you know the number of. Mexicans not or immigrants not wanting to come into the U.S. or has decreased there because of his, you know, starting construction on this wall, and then again saying something to the effect of, you know, the head of the Boy Scouts called him and thanked him for the best speech he ever gave, and all both of these instances turned out to be ball-faced lies. It's like this man purposely, like he's a habitual liar, like he can't control himself, and every lie always reflects. Him in a positive light Like yo this is the best Somebody just said this is the best speech I ever gave Or I'm doing the best work Of any president or this I mean dude that's something that, that Truly needs psychological help Because it's like he can't help Or control himself He has to constantly Lie to praise himself Well I mean You don't when you, that, that, tends, that tends To be what his that tends to be what his deficit is, uh, or his his um, deficit is not the right word. That tends to be what his his uh, downfall is. Uh, that is so far as what we've seen in just the seven months. Um, but at the end of the day, um, he's still no different than any other politician that we've ever seen come through. Where at some point not or about. Oh, not not lying about small stuff though, Rich. I mean about crowd sizes, about phone calls. I mean this man lies about inconsequential shit. I can see you lying about a policy, <laughs> you know, or or something to the effect of saying, you know, um, you know, yes, you're uh, you know, we're going to give you the best health care, and then it turns out to be the worst, or no health care at all in their in their you know case as of now. You know, but to tell lies about little shit that, I mean, really is inconsequential, crowd sizes, you know, phone calls and, and praises of, of the best speech ever. I mean, come on, man. That That's really a sign of somebody who is semi-detached he's from habitual. reality. He's, he's a he's, yeah, he's he's habitual. I mean, this is somebody that's, yeah. you know, uh, semi-detached from reality, bro. What's your thoughts, Kometa? Do you yeah, have any what, thoughts? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Big Rich. No, 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 no. Go ahead. 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 Not, the, the, not really. The the bizarre thing is is I guess in the way that we encapsulate it or, or believe it to be, this is reality, right? So it's very interesting that okay, perfect thing. I saw a clip and there was some some pastor of a mega church that it got gaffled up, and they was trying to get him to, to cough up where all the money was, and they was hitting him in the head like, hey, it says here you spent $18,000 at the Gucci store. What's that for? And he was like, you know, uh, I had to buy some church clothes. And they said $18,000 a year yeah, because, um, <laughs> you know, I, I sweat. I sweat a lot. <laughs> so... And, they, and, you know, the whole thing was they, they were basically trying to show kids, like, yo, like, you're taking the people's donations and throwing them away, away lavishly, right? Like, with no regard as to, to anything, you're taking the money from the parishioners or the believers in the faith, and you're spending it on whatever, right? And and it's an incredible clip. I have to find it and show it to you. It's very – it's humorous, but it's not humorous because it's real, right? Fast forward to this conversation between three guys on the phone in the middle of a summer night. And we're talking about the farce, which is apparently U.S. politics right now, whereas they are literal, uh, or as one would say, proverbial characters on television spending egads of money, billions of dollars, doing absolutely nothing but sitting in the, into a very well-guarded house with Twitter fingers. Right, you are chilling most golfing. You have you have pretty much zero uh, experience doing what you claim you could do. You got zero sense to hide the people you want to see. You fight. It's like you can't be serious for the for the die in the wool believers. Um, you know they got the new hashtag. I think they're still running with the you know make America great. When? How? Transport us to what what time past the present is not this one. So what are you talking about? You you posting up saying boom we can do another four years of this. Maybe and, and you know what maybe this is the perfect smoke screen, but it was just really knowing what's going on is doing it right. Dow Jones closed what twenty two thousand a day, so something are going on. I don't know why. I'm like what is going on, right? And the whole time we stir this pot, and either. And and I, and I will agree because I've been busy as hell. I mean, my life is going through a lot of shit, so I'm not really mm-hmm. plugged in like that. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. But it's not really a whole bunch, you know what I'm saying? It's very, very slow news days. Rather than the fact, you know what I'm saying, dudes get fired every other day. Like, who puts they, they $12,000 suit on to go to work to get fired by this other cat? Like, can anybody tell me where Trump is right now? For what purpose? What what? What what bills is on the table? What what things is in this top left corner that he's supposed to be doing other than repealing a non broke uh, uh, insurance bill? Let me know. Tell me what's going on. No, because there's really there's no reason. But but even in that, they could be doing all kinds of wild shit, and that's not even a conspiracy theory. Like once we got the apathy that we don't really want to care or we don't want to pay attention no more, they can do whatever they want to do, right? So again, this is. This is our reality, allegedly. Um, 
you know, until we catch the next ripple of uh, Mandela effect, and we just gonna run with it at this point. True that, true that. What's good, little brother? Our little brother just uh, joined us. How you feeling tonight, L? Yo, I'm good. I'm tired, but other than that, I'm straight. You know what I mean? What's popping with y'all? I hear that. I hear that. Talking about the uh, psychosis of uh, one Trumpkin. Uh, yeah. So um, that motherfucker's like, crazy. Like he, cra- like he's, like he's certified crazy. Like I really think he's schizophrenic. <laughs> like with the shit he's doing, say I think that motherfucker is schizophrenic, like on some real shit, yo, like like for real. And like, not even playing. Like he has he has no concept, yo. He has he has no concept of right and wrong. Before you called in, L, that was actually the question I was asking: is that this dude really needs to be examined by some sort of clinician, clinician, because he he has some real, um, you know, psychological things going on there, but. Yeah, all right. <laughs> We've all uh, come to that conclusion, you know. Um, so the uh, getting off of uh, Trumpkin because I don't want to spend too much time talking about that nut job. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen now. Of course, uh, training camp is in for the NFL now that we're in August. They're going to start, of course, the preseason games and. One of the stories that's really been dominating the news the last few days, and it actually affects my team, and it has me pissed off to no end, which, of course, I want to get you guys' thoughts on, is the story of Ravens looking to acquire Colin Kaepernick as a backup. You know, news that broke uh, last week, of course, that um, that um, we may be without our starting quarterback, Joe Flacco, for at least three to six weeks because he uh, was recovering from a back injury and I think he had to have surgery. But um, they were in initial talks to acquire Kaepernick because, of course, he opted out of his contract, which would have paid him, what, I think another $14 million that he stayed with the Niners. He opted out decided to become a free agent. And, um, of course, no team uh, picked him up. Now, there's been a lot of backlash from fans, before my Ravens, uh, the owner of the Jets, they were wanting to bring him to the Jets. And the Jets owner said they got so much backlash from the fans talking about they were going to boycott, you know, games if, you know, the team signed him, that the owners just decided to say F that. It's going to be too much of a liability, you know, to our franchise, to our brand, so they decided not to draft him. And now the rumor is the Ravens are going through the same thing, whereas you got – Coach Harbaugh, as well as GM Ozzie Newsom, and pretty much the majority of the team that wants to bring him to Baltimore because they feel like, you know, he'll be perfect in their system. But, you know, again, you got rabid fans, and I've seen it in my Ravens sports groups as well. People talking about, oh, hell no, nah, we're going to protest the games if they bring Kaepernick here. Now, mind you, Kaepernick didn't beat up his wife or girlfriend, we got a number of players in the league that have done that, hasn't caught a number of DUIs or smoking marijuana, got caught, you know, violating the league's drug policy. We got a number of players in the league that have done that. And, of course, he definitely hasn't been accused of raping uh, a girl, you know, at a hotel or anything of the sort. We got a player in the league that has done that. All of this stemming from him protesting 
peacefully and quite apparently well within his legal rights to do so, you know, under the Constitution, protesting, you know, standing up for the national anthem. Now, fans, yo, let me tell you something first and foremost. For people who all of us watch football, follow football, you know, and we see players get traded all the time. We see our favorite players get traded to another team. Yeah, it'll make us angry, but we understand it's a business. Football, like any other major, you know, corporation, it's a business. It's big business. These guys make a lot of money. The owners make even more money. So it's all about the money involved. But now you're talking about a guy who could potentially help your team in the win column because your starter is about to potentially be out for an unknown period of time and you don't want to bring him because of something he did last season that didn't violate any league rules or anything of the sort, I don't get that. That that irks the hell out of me. So I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that uh, whole Kaepernick situation and, you know, fans willing to protest, you know, not going to games, watching games, supporting the teams, and how these owners are now looking at it like, yo, this could affect our brand because according to a story by Ravens owner Steve Bishotti, he said that he was told by a fan, and I'm sure this is not just some fan like me, you rich, you comedic, or you L, but it's probably somebody with, you know, a little money and power that said, hey, you bring this guy here, it's going to hurt your brand. And the story leaked out that, you know, that uh, – Bishotti is is really the holdout. Now, of course, there was a statement released earlier today where General Manager Ozzie Newsom said that isn't true. They don't know where that came from, but it isn't true. They said Bishotti is not the one holding out. They said it's a, you know, management decision whether or not to bring cap. But it still revolves around the fact they are getting pressure from the fans or at least from other owners case in point, the Jets owners that say, hey, anybody who picks them up, this could be a liability to your franchise. Any thoughts on that, uh, L? How you going to protest picking up a quarterback, but you ain't protest with the, with the, with the exception of Fitzpatrick because y'all didn't know he was going to be that good. You ain't protest them last three bum-ass fucking quarterbacks y'all got over the last several years. Y'all ain't protest over that fucking butt fumble, you know what I'm saying, and y'all, y'all been the, have been almost damn near the laughing stock of your fucking division for the last ten years. Who the fuck cares about the Jets anyway? They the other niggas that be in, the, that, that be in my stadium. We don't even respect them niggas. Get the fuck out of here. First of all, here's my thing. I don't see why Cap can't get a job. If the rest of these dudes can get a job after after what you've explained is, is actually being like getting arrested and fined and 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 and, and, and crossed over, you know what I'm saying? And they can get their jobs back, they can get careers back. Why can't Cap get a job? Because he spoke up? Because he said something? Even fucking my man uh 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 my man Beast Mode, he got a job back. And you know, I, he don't even like to talk. But because Cap is pro black, you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, he can't, he can't get a gig now. 
You know what I'm saying? I still want to see Ray Rice get a job. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, and and that's the and that's the real that's the real bad thing about it too, L, because you look at you know Cap as a quarterback and what his first full year really starting, he led his team, the 49ers, against my Ravens in that Super Bowl and almost pulled off a comeback in that uh, Super Bowl. So we know the boy can play, and he's better than at least half the quarterbacks in the league that have starting jobs right now. So, again, like we said, this, you know, a brother in one of my sports group made a very excellent point, and and I had to share it uh, in another group discussion on one of my boys' page. He said, you know, certain people in this country, they love black athletes. They just don't like black minds. And I said that, you know, that's very interesting because, yeah, they feel like, yo, you need to stay in your lane. Your football player play football. You're not into politics or you're not into, you know, this, that, and the third, so don't speak on it. They do the same thing with other celebrities like actors. You know, uh, you know, you don't, you, you, you need to stay in your lane. This ain't your lane here. So, Again, it's, it's man, it's, it has me pissed off to no end to the point where I'm almost willing, not even wanting to watch the Ravens or any football this year because I think this is truly a um, a real miscarriage of of just professionalism. Period. Um, Comedic, what's your thoughts on it, bro? Strangely enough. Um... You know, I've been flirting with that very same idea because the expectation is that there'll be no noticeable backlash. You know what I mean? Like, um, and at the end of the day, it's all done for TV time and TV shares. And the, you know, how many people in front of the set catching these commercials so they can sell you Gillette you know, blades or some beer or some, some Chevys, right? So, um I don't know and I and 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 it's not like I'm how can I put it? So there's an emotional connection, especially me being, you know, a transplant. I wanna see the boys play, I want them to play, minus the fact that, you know, the quarterback is cross eyed and broke armed. I'm hoping he gone catch one of them dudes just that's not getting no money and they're going to run the ball all the way to the touchdown. I, that's what I want, and that's an emotional thing. You know what I'm saying? I, I still, to this day, work on the weekend, so the chance we catch these games is slim. We don't live in the, uh, in the, in the, uh, the as you call it, TV view on there, so that's slim. So, but, I mean, it's just it's just like a part of home or, or a big whiff or whatever, whatever. And even though I don't watch the game, I'm still going to watch sports. And so, you know, am I ever going to get away from it? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like we, we, we enjoy ish in this country completely that has no care for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When when the all the basketball players got pissed off and turned their jerseys inside out or wild out, wild out, wild out, I mean, okay, so they sold the team from one white guy to another white guy. I'm not saying that, that that's the color of skin that, that causes people to act retarded, but I'm just saying at this time, those are the ones that usually have B's instead of M's. So the, the billionaires they play the billionaire boys club, and that's what it is. So I don't know. You know, like we 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 in a situation, real talk, and I and I, and I don't even want to say it. I, I'd rather whisper it. But with all these cats, you know, with the game getting so fast, and all these cats coming down with 
congenital brain disorders and all kinds of shit, you know, we see the game getting pacified um, because it's between do we slow the game down so these mothers don't die or do we speed the game up so the more people will watch it, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, we, we may be looking at the demise of the game anyway. Like, like everything seems to be hands down because there's just too much uh, – no empathy. Like, everybody's just like, ah, okay, whatever. And, you know, I mean, think about this. <laughs> the Washington Redskins are probably going to retire the entire club still being the Washington Redskins. Hilariously, though, they had to come up off them bullets. And that I don't understand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, had <to> come up, <laughs> they had to come up with some bullets. <laughs> but you're going to keep disrespecting the Native Americans. All the time until probably the end of time until y'all stop. They could have been the Capitals. They could have been anything else. They could have. They could have. They could have doubled up and been the Wizard Wizards. You know what I'm saying? But no. But you know, you, you came off the bullets, but you can't come off that disrespectful shit. So I don't know. I don't know what we're looking at. I mean, I love and enjoy the game of football for various reasons, et cetera, et cetera. I've never played a day in my life, you know, in that regard. But it means something to me, and emotionally, you know, I, I would rather the game worked. But I think it's foul when a cat who is mad skilled. I'm, you know what? I wonder. I wonder if he was dumb skilled, if they were still dicked him in the ass like that. That's that's my that's my because he's he's not bad. In fact, as they say he's better than a lot of people that's working, but he's not a superstar. Like if he was a superstar, what would have happened? Or or would have had just knifed him out and he wouldn't have been a superstar. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't want to take up all the time, but there's a lot of good questions right there to think about. Uh, but I, I'm, I might pass. But, I mean, you know, what's, what's going to occur if we do that? But I don't know. Before I, before I get your thoughts, Big Rich, I just want to add one more thing. I guess the really the real thing that really irks me about this, now I can get the 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 ownerships or upper management wanting to freeze him out. For you know, if they feel something that could hurt their brand, let's just say advertisers, you know, advertising dollars or whatever, you know, to go to these teams. But we all know what makes you know advertising dollars even come in are the fans. And anytime the fans, you know, the fans decide for whatever reason, hey, they don't like you know this, that, or the third, then they realize that could hurt their dollars. In this case right here of Kaepernick as a player, you see what I'm saying? I don't get why the fans are protesting this man. Like I said, this is not a bum quarterback. This is somebody who could potentially lead your team to a Super Bowl because he's done it once before. And granted, the man has been in the slump, particularly in the postseason, but during the regular season, the man still puts up strong, you know, strong numbers. So the fact that you got fans who are so against him being signed, especially a man who can help your franchise, you know, win, go to the playoffs and potentially go, you know, to the Super Bowl, while the fans are so vehemently against this. This is what is, is you know, dog shit baffling to me. Uh, give me your thoughts, Big Rich. Um. You know, I don't want to play. I, 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 
I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you get in, Rich. I ain't having a Kanye moment. I don't want to play the race card here, but in a lot of sense, to me, it is the race card. It, it is race. It is racial. It is truly racial because, like I said, we've seen white players do far more heinous stuff than what Kaepernick has done, and they're still in the league. Yeah. And you're, yeah, and you're I, thought, I thought I thought that was a misnomer. You're 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 yeah, absolutely correct it. about that. want to claim um, it as a misnomer, but yeah. You're 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 absolutely correct about that. But see, here here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. Um, thing that happens on a big stage always happens with some element of propaganda behind it. Whether it goes for the people, against the people, um, for for the corporation or against the corporation, for the man against the man, for the brother against the brother, in some type of way, there's some level of propaganda that is involved when you have big stage scandals like this particular one right here. And it, it's all about the way that though that these things are being sold to the public. When you think about Kaepernick sitting down, uh, when you think about Kaepernick all the way back to him sitting down about the, for, for the flag and not standing up for the flag, and um, they talked about how he was doing that, and he was talking about how he was in, um, uh, he was doing it in, in, in a solid protest for how black and brown men and women and children were being treated by police officers in our country. Now, that's all the captain said, plain and simple in the discussion. Okay? And in the very, very beginning, embryonic stages of this, that's all that ever came off to be. But it wasn't until somebody in the media, it never came out of Kaepernick's mouth. As far as, I'm, as, far as I know, it never came out of anybody out of San Francisco's front office mouth. But it came up in the media. And what got sold? What got sold was he's disrespecting our troops. When that got sold, therein lies your propaganda. Because they knew that was going to strike a chord with people. That was going to strike a chord with the fans. Oh, so he don't give a shit about the troops now. Although that was never, ever the truth. That was never, ever his agenda. That never came out of his mouth, his camp's mouth, or even San Francisco's uh, front office came out of their mouths, and they disagreed with what he did. None of those people said that. But if you go back and you look at this and you really look at the timeline, it was when that came out. He's disrespecting our troops. Then that's when all of a sudden that hit a hot button with all the fans of football. Because now it's not about the flag anymore. It's about these people who put their lives on the line for our, for our freedom and our safety. So now that you've done that, you know that cliche, you can't unring a bell? Lawyers do it all the time. Watch lawyers whenever they're whenever inside a courtroom. And they say something. And then you have the other lawyer scream, objection. That's not it. You object to it. It's been said. I don't give a damn what instructions you give the jury 
that's been put in their head now. So no matter what he does and what he has said and what comes out as far as his reasoning, what's been put out there for the public to consume is he doesn't respect the troops. So they bought it at. So now what happens? And see, and here's the other part of it too as well, guys. You've got different teams. You've got the NFL, which is the shield. It's the umbrella over everything. Then you've got different teams that have their own owners. Those owners, which are partners with the NFL. They don't work for the NFL. They're partners with the NFL. Okay? There, there's the difference right there, guys. And so what happens is Kaepernick has not been deactivated from the NFL, meaning disassociated, excommunicated. None of those things have happened to him. So technically, he still plays for the NFL. And that's kind of like the little loophole to the NFL saying, why get mad at us? We ain't done nothing to the dude. We can't control whether or not an owner wants to take him or not. And guess what? The NFL is right. They're right. But they're going to lean on that loophole for as much as they can because they know we haven't done anything wrong. He still works for us. Colin Kaepernick is still employed by the National Football League. So what? why are you mad at us? Although you've got vehicular manslaughters, you've got animal killers, you've got rapists, you've got domestic violence uh, offenders over and over and over and over again that all have jobs. But this man, who because somebody had a propaganda, turned his one little silent protest into something that is completely not. And now this man is this man's up Shit's Creek without a vote, a paddle, or like that. And, and you know what? I hear you on all of that, Rich. But let's also remember something else. When people started screaming about that unpatriotic shit or that he was disrespecting the troops, you know, those who died for the flag, et cetera, et cetera, if you remember, because I remember it vividly, and and I, too, you know, am a former uh, soldier in this, you know, in this country's uh, military, the troops, a lot of the troops were actually supporting him. They didn't agree with his protest. But they support him because one of the things in the First Amendment of the Constitution gives you the right to protest peacefully. And what he did was a peaceful protest. It wasn't a popular protest, but it's peaceful. And well within his rights as an American citizen to do. And like I said, even those who serve in the military say, you know what, he has that right. This is what... We in the military fight for to protect our democratic, you know, rights under the Constitution, and that was the constitutional that he that he actually exercised, and he had the support of a lot of those in the armed forces. Now, again, you got those rabid individuals who feel like nothing is above the flag of this country, and in any form of disrespect to it, whether not standing for the national anthem or or pissing on one or walking on one or ripping one up is like 
the ultimate crime, even though it's not a crime per se. Yeah, you're ab- you're absolutely right, Ray. You're absolutely right. But he- but see, it- the time and opportunity. Re- remember, remember one one of our most faithful listeners of all time, Keisha uh, Keisha Dole Smith. When she used to listen to uh, my sports show, she used to when I used to dog her about our Dallas Cowboys all the time. And, and she has a saying she'd always say, "Time and opportunity, Rich. Time and opportunity." She uh, that was one of her favorite sayings. She always say, "Time and opportunity." And so, yeah, you're absolutely right, Ray. I remember clearly when a lot of people, via tweets, via Facebook posts, I remember a lot of times when there were a lot of a lot of uh, people from the armed forces who said, yo, that man is just exercising his right. He has a right to do that. But time and opportunity. Whenever we talk, whenever the, the time that Colin Kaepernick is mentioned the loudest mm-hmm. and heard by the most people, is when there's a game on on TV. And then the only people we get to hear from at that time is who? The commentators on TV. Mm-hmm. So my, my whole point is, when, when will they allow or in Kaepernick create a situation with all of these armed forces people standing around you on television by a spot on Sunday? And let them stand with you and say, this man right here is not disrespecting us. Stop saying he is. But instead, we got to find it in the tweet. We got to find it somewhere on social media. There's no main stage where people are listening to hear the armed forces people saying that. But every single Sunday that they show his face, you got commentators all across the nation saying the same thing about Colin Kaepernick. And that's what people have to hear and listen to over and again. Over the, I'm telling you, dude, they, they, they sold this dude to us in a way that they wanted to sell him, and it worked. And now we all pissed because he can't get no job. Here, here's the thing, though. Like, all right, so we, all, we, we already figured out, you know what I'm saying, like he spoke, you know what I'm saying, against, you know, status quo. You know what I'm saying? And in light of him being unwavering from the beginning of the from the beginning of the, uh, 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 of the season, yeah, you know I'm saying in in his protest, yeah, you know I'm saying how he spoke, what he spoke on, using his platform, yeah, you know I'm saying articulating himself, you know, and in that garnering not only support from from the watching, you know, I'm saying from the from the from from, from the uh, from from the watching viewing audience. But also garnering support from other players, uh, 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 other players within the league. Sometimes teams within the league. You know what I'm saying? Back up that with uh, the Black Lives the Black Lives Matter movement. Back that up with uh, a, a lot of the incidents where you know a lot of uh, a lot of young men. <clears throat> you know, the, back that up with the you know with with, with, with all the incidents that, that that are happening. You know what I'm saying? So you know with <clears throat> so when we take all of that into consideration, you know what I'm saying, and the wave that he caught, you know what I'm saying, and and it being a, a defiant and 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 um uh, almost almost militant in nature, you know what I'm saying, black militant in 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 in, in, in nature type wave that he was getting. I, me personally, being a you know what I'm saying, me personally as a professional, 
You know what I'm saying? In in his in hey, listen, I'm not getting fourteen million dollars to throw a ball, but I would have I would have stayed in my contract. You know what I'm saying? I just said if you if you really want if if I'm such a cancer to the team or what I'm saying is 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 it goes against the morals or the ethics of the uh, of the NFL or or of the San Francisco 49ers, trade me or cut me. You know what I'm saying? Either way, you got to pay me. But he put himself in a in a, in a vulnerable position, saying, "Well, I don't want to be here no more. I'm gonna put myself up. Don't nobody else want to fuck with that." You know what I'm saying? Because it's not because it's not because you caught a case. It's because you stood up for something. You know what I'm saying? It's not because you uh that 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 you were you know what I'm saying you were doping or using you know what I'm saying uh uh HGH or you was using marijuana. You basically stood your you use your you use your forum for for somebody other than yourself. And he said it. It's not even for me. I don't even you know what I'm saying I don't even be in the streets like that. But I'm still connected too, and I still see on my TV every day people that are. You know what I'm saying? And I don't see enough people like myself that are in, that are in my position, that are in my same position as getting the type of money I'm making, getting the type of shine that I'm getting, you know what I'm saying, to have the form that I have that is speaking up on it, and it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Either way, we watching it on TV, and we keep flicking by with, nothing, with nobody doing nothing about it, with nobody, nobody speaking on that. You know what I'm saying? So in that type of wave, that type of ignition, you know what I'm saying, is wrong because it's, because it's, it's counterculture and it's counterproductive to – you know what I'm saying? What we know is the status quo, and we know what I'm saying is is white supremacy and and its fullest. You know what I'm saying? Like just like like case in point. Case in point. You know what I'm saying? Well, all the Alton Sterlings, Mike Brown, Sean Bell's. You know what I'm saying? All the Freddie Graves, all of this, right? When all of these, all of these, you know what I'm saying, deaths happened. You know what I'm saying? The first thing they wanted to, they, they they wanted to put on the screen was, oh, he got a criminal record. Oh, you know, he did this, that, and the third. He was bad in school. Whatever the case, right? They want to promote that negative first, right? Now, this white lady that lost her that that that, that lost her life in uh uh um them saying the, the, to the to the to the to the Muslim to to, to the Muslim cop. Yeah, you know I'm saying the first thing they put up the picture that they, that, that 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 they put up was oh she was a neighbor, she was a friend, she was a mother. You know what I'm saying? She was a you know what I'm saying. You know, she was part of our. We lost somebody in our community. They put up all the positive. Now we know that spin. We only we know it's only it's, it's only because she was white why she got that spin. But he wanted to shine light on. And he wanted to shine light on that. Them saying that we don't get the spin that we supposed to. We don't get we don't get the proper we we don't get the proper lighting. Yeah, you know I'm saying that, that that we supposed to. Yeah, you know I'm saying when it comes to all of these situations that happen and why we why it seems like we as you know what I'm saying young men. That are in that live in these, live in these uh, uh, communities, you know what I'm saying? We feel like we're under attack. You know what I mean? So, oh, it's to strike against law enforcement, it's to strike against the military and everything that is that, that is American in nature or white in nature. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's why. Had I, I'd have felt better if he if he if he stayed in his contract. You know what I'm saying? And be like, yo, you don't want me? Trade me. That way, I'm still getting my bread and I'm not losing this form. I'm not losing this position. I'm not losing the ground that I have. You know what I'm saying? Or pay me to cut me loose. You know what I'm saying? Pay me to cut me loose or, you know what I'm saying, or trade me and get me out of here. You know what I'm saying? But you fucked up, you know what I'm saying, and and, and went in a free agency. Is now it's like now now you not blackballed yourself, but you gave them an out. It's like, oh, you know what I'm saying, and opposed to somebody, mm-hmm. and opposed to somebody picking them up and paying home less. You know what I'm saying? Or picking them up and putting them on the bench. You know what I'm saying? Now it's, oh, nigga, you gave us the out. Now we ain't got to do shit. You good. You killed yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? You killed yourself. So, like, 
I understand what I'm doing. Like, I, I, I'm saying I would have been saying cut right out of that. But at the same token, at the same token, you're like, like you shot yourself in the foot. You know what I'm saying? So all the waves that you garner is not for naught. It's not lost. But now you don't, even though you probably, you, you still got the same form. You know what I'm saying? So people are going to come to you and be like, well, Cap, what you think? Why is it that you don't have a job? Why is it that you're not playing ball somewhere? You know what I'm saying? Is it because? We already know that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, because, you know what I'm saying, anybody else can do whatever they want. They still got a job. You know what I'm saying? Fucking, uh, 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 the the rookie from Dallas, he just caught a case. He just caught a domestic case right before camp. You know what I'm saying? And Jimmy Jones is stepping up behind, and Jimmy Jones is stepping up behind home. You know what I'm saying? Talk about, oh, we're going to do everything we're going to do. We're going to wait it out. We're going to be a supporter home. But let this dude do. You know what I'm saying? He ain't catch nothing. The kid been clean. You know what I'm saying? The only only thing that stood out was this right here. You know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden, don't know. You know what I'm saying? As far as the NFL is concerned, don't nobody want to be behind home. You know what I'm saying? But we already know what that is. That's it, boy. I, I don't want to play the race card, but, yeah, I, I'm playing the race card because, like I said, you know, this, you know, and, and there were other players, including white players, also took knees or, or didn't, you know, uh, stand for the national anthem, and we don't see any of the pressure, you know, against them or or, or the the vitriol at them the way we've seen it at Cap. So, like I said, man. All right, let's uh move on. You guys remember? Um, I think it was uh, a couple weeks ago where I talked about the story out of Baltimore where uh, the cop uh, got caught planning evidence, didn't realize that his uh, body cam recorded like 30 seconds before he act manually turned it on. Remember we talked about that on the show? Yeah. Yeah, okay, well, recently now, and there and there was actually another case that just happened recently. I saw it um, on, on one of my news sources earlier today. Another cop got caught doing the exact same thing, body camera footage, uh, recorded him uh, recovering uh, drugs that were stashed by another cop. But going back to that original case, remember I said it was three cops involved, the one who planted, you know, the drugs, and then the two who actually witnessed them. Well, I think at the time the two who witnessed it were um, placed on admin leave with pay, and the one who actually committed was suspended without pay. Well, now here's a follow-up to that story. Baltimore DA, and you guys may remember the name Marilyn J. Mosby, that's the sister who's the state's attorney for Baltimore who, you know, um, was the one who issued all the uh, indictments on the cops in the Freddie Gray case. Of course, all of those cops beat the charges. But um, she's now really in a quandary because they said she had to dismiss a total of 41 cases. Those three officers were involved, I think they said, in 123 cases that were coming up, scheduled to be, you know, brought before the uh, state's attorney, you know, in uh, charges, 123 cases. They said of those 123, that 27 so far have been cleared for prosecution. 41 of those cases have been dropped, and the remaining 55 are still awaiting review. That's just from those three cops and their misconduct. Forty-one cases against defendants have been dropped. 
because that video cast doubts on not just those officers, but officers, period. And now they just recently had another case that came out of an officer uh, doing the same thing, uh, criminal misconduct, planting evidence at a scene. So, you know, Grant, this is just one city, and like I said, just, you know, little over three, three and a half dozen cases. But imagine now what's going to happen with, a law- with lawyers arguing for their clients in cases against law enforcement that, you know, clearly there are, are documented instances of cops planning evidence. No, this is going to affect a lot more cases going forward in a lot more cities. What's your uh, thoughts, Kometic? Thinks it's going to uh, bust open stuff more nationwide with other cops in other cities? What do you mean? It's it's already is what it is. I mean, it's it's like a circular conversation. Like they, like I'm, I'm telling you, it's. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's my messed up vantage point, but. Everything seems to be at a resolve slash dissolve. It just doesn't seem to have any um, cohesiveness. It just seems like at any given time, cats just going to get out, park their cars, and just leave the keys on them, the guns on them, and just be like, F it. You know what I'm saying? It's like It just doesn't seem like there's any order in this order because, it, you know, if you find 13 good cats, the chief is, you know, Selling the body armor to the gangs or some stupid—it's just—it's always something new, um, or, or really not new, <laughs> always something expected. So it's like I, I, you know, I don't know. Like maybe I'm gonna have to, you know, take a take a hiatus from 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 saying what do you mean? Because it just looks like the same shit over and over, and I'm just like, it doesn't make no sense to me, and and, and I don't want to, you know, Bob, Bob Cratchit. Go ahead. I mean, when you say it's the same thing, I mean, as far as, yeah, cops, you know, we know cops plan evidence, you know, whatever, whatever, to get, you know, guys convicted of crimes, but it hasn't never been, it's not the same thing when you got dozens of cases being dropped behind uh, police misconduct. I mean, this is, like I said, this is something now, especially with a lot of cities wanting to adopt body cameras, I think this is going to really set a precedent now where lawyers, especially good lawyers, I'm not talking about, you know, uh, court-appointed, but really good lawyers in cases, especially be it drug cases, uh, where this is going to cast reasonable doubt if, if these cases have to go to trial because of these examples of, you know, uh, officer misconduct. But where, even if this in the case, no. What I'm saying is, but where though? So, okay, they the whole you know SWAT team up in L.A. for wilding. Okay, cool. But did they did they go up in Sacramento and then say to let these people free? No. It's like you you get a smoking gun, cool. But you're not gonna they're not gonna just the whole fucking system is corrupt. And I hate to say it, it is what it is. So okay, you you guys had to fall down for that because you were stupid enough. To do that dumb shit But yo the rest of the county we gotta eat So we gotta keep buying these guns We gotta keep buying these jails and prisons No they ain't letting everybody out wholesale Just because you know what I'm saying We know the system crooked Because guess what the system's crooked. We've been through that shit 
so fuck what? Like, you know what I'm saying? Body cam don't mean shit. They choke the motherfuckers out on camera, shooting them in the face on camera, and oh, no, it didn't happen. Okay. No. No, no. There's no magic bullet. Until somebody be like, knock this shit off. Stop this fucking uh, uh, bullshit racist incarceration due to the fact you have prison labor for free. They're going to do what they're going to do. So, I mean, oh, no, there's no fucking rainbow coming no time soon. I didn't say it was a rainbow, but it's definitely going to make a lot of cases, I think, going forward, especially if, you know, let's just say uh, Nino Brown third has to go before a judge and, then, you know, cops say, hey, what, what evidence you have? Yeah, well, we found drugs, you know, behind this house or whatever. Clearly, you know, this is going to be a hard, you know, a hard sell, let's just say, for any jury or even a state's attorney might want to take it. If there are examples of, you know, like this one here in Baltimore, and actually now two examples in the course of a couple of weeks, so just saying. Any thoughts, Big Rich? No, I I, I think um, I think my question, you know, would just be real quick. Uh, will this now make um, district attorneys? Start to investigate claims of drug possession and drugs that are found. Will that make them go back and look at all, look at a lot more cases across the nation? That's what I think. That's the question that I would ask. Yeah, and, and I think that's, that's actually where I was going at also because I think uh, going forward now, yeah, you probably are going to have, especially in cities where. There have been instances brought up or come up where, you know, especially if you have someone who is really trying to stand by the law and is not trying to meet a quota per se, but if they are really about law and order and and doing what's right, then, yeah, you are going to have those uh, state attorneys that's going to sit up here and be like, hold up, you know, let's examine this, you know, a bit more before they either think of taking this person to trial or, Offering them a deal, or, or you know, any, or completely dismissing it, because they'd be like, "Hey, it's not, you know, it's not enough here to say you found drugs behind this man's house or in an alley that he ran down. If you didn't see him personally drop it, or your body camera didn't catch, you know, footage of him dropping these drugs or planting these drugs. So, yeah, that's what I think. I, I'm more along the same line as uh, you on that, as well, Big Rich. Any thoughts on that, L? Go ahead. Go ahead, Rich. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going to ask this question real quick. I went back and read that story again a couple of times after we talked about it uh, a couple of weeks ago, right? And yeah. something something was real interesting to me. It helped me out because maybe I missed something. Okay, so the dude, the dude plants the, the, the drugs, okay? Yeah. Goes walk in the alley. He uh-huh. and other two guys walk back out onto the main street. Uh-huh. That's when he cut. That's when he cuts the body camera on, or so uh-huh. he thinks he's cutting the the body camera on. And uh-huh. then he walks back into the alley and says, "Hey, look what I found." Okay? Uh-huh. And then the reports say that the body camera. Records thirty seconds before and thirty seconds after it's been, yeah. it's been activated by the officer. 
Okay. Yeah, that's that's a that's that's like a default. That's like a default in the uh, manufacturing of the cameras. That's not nothing that the officers can control. So even if they turn their body camera off, you know, in the case of this guy who had his off before he uh, planted it, that uh, mechanism is still in that particular body cameras that they use in Baltimore. That's not to say that yeah, unless law enforcement nationwide are using the same manufacturer for their body cameras, then, yeah, they say it records 30 seconds prior to the manual turn on and then 30 seconds after it's manually turned off. Okay, right. I'm speaking specifically in just that sentence. Okay, with that being the case, how does the camera know 30 seconds before you cut it off? How does it know that? Well, I, I think about it like this. Think about it like this, Rich. You saw, um, you saw, uh, uh, what's the, what's the, um, what, what's, what's the movie? Snowden. Did you ever see Snowden? No, I never saw that. You never seen Snowden? Well, we've all heard the stories that, you know, the government can listen in on your device, uh, your, your laptop's camera, or whatever. Because in the movie Snowden, once Snowden himself found out about all of this stuff that the government could do about, and there were scenes of him in the movie taping over not just his laptop camera, but his cell phone camera, everything, because they said even if your device is turned off, they can still activate it, you know, that way. So I'm sure there's a mechanism implanted in these devices that allows it to do that. Even though it isn't manually turned on, it still has the capability of recording while it's off. Right. Okay, yeah. Which, which, okay, yes, I get that. So if, if that's the case, then as an officer, I should assume that sooner, that, that body camera is always recording. I should automatically yeah, assume yeah, you that. Should be under the, you should be under the, yeah, you should be under the presumption that that camera could be recording at any minute. And I think that's probably a reason why those cameras were probably manufactured that way. For that yeah. explicit and, purpose and, and, right there. Absolutely. And I, I get that, but when, but, but I I'm just thinking about strictly how the report was written up was was was, was read was was read and and it said it's designed to record thirty seconds before and thirty seconds after. So when they yeah. added that thirty seconds in there, it made me think Okay, so the camera knew by itself to start recording 30 seconds before he turned it on? How did the camera know to do that? But then, so, but, but then as I think about it, so then I was thinking, it, okay, it, it, so it must always be recording. And the only yeah. thing that you're cutting on is the audio. Yeah. The only thing that you're cutting on, on your, manually is the audio. Other than that, that bitch is going to always be on. Yeah, te- technically, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Like I said, whatever technology, whatever technology is used by the government, that was one of the things they talked about in that Snowden movie. Whatever technology the government happened upon to be able to do that, to access people's, uh, you know, cameras on their laptops, cell phones, tablets, whatever, and still activate, even activate the microphones as well to to eavesdrop. Yo, then. That same technology, whoever manufactured those body cameras, they installed it in there. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Technology yeah. is crazy. Technology is crazy. I take a break real quick and sorry, Rich, I didn't uh my computer is still down. A guy's not gonna be able to look at it until uh hopefully Sunday to um try to fix that for me. So still without music, I got stuff that was queued up here for the last couple of weeks. So it was a track I don't believe I got around to. And as well as a favorite of mine, I know it's a favorite of Comedics as well because he's used it in a couple of his mixes uh, time to time. Y'all get into this, one from Tortured Soul. We'll be back in five with more discussion.
So do we get to a place where instead of, you know, burning this fossil fuel, we, we use the wind turbines? And, and they're always like, well, why won't that happen? It's because nobody can't make no money like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like cats want to make money. Yeah? They want to make money. And when they can't make money, they are going to do it. So I, I don't know. It would be cool. But, but I mean, think about it. It's, even at your, at your point right now, it's, it's, it's easy to, to satisfy us. What more do we want? You know what I'm saying? Because, we, because we've had a lot. Now, again, I haven't had, but I've had all I wanted. You know what I mean? Like, what else mm-hmm. there, is there to do? So so the money turns almost into no object. I mean, the the, the thing that, that, that we want is the ability to get up and do what we want when we do it and not be bound by a bill, a.k.a. basically financial freedom. And if we have that, then the, the rest of it is, is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Ray gonna be riding all over the fucking, you know, 48 in the damn motorcycle, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, that that kind of shit that we're talking about. The, the lottery dreams, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, but you don't say, give me that, and then cut the lights off at 65, especially when the shit's around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, but you, you got to go back, but you got to go back, committed to what he said. He said, you're giving this at 21. <laughs> You know, yeah, you and oh. I coming up on 50, you and I coming up on 50, yeah, we wouldn't want to take that deal because we like, what, 15 years? Oh, hell, fuck no. But you're 21, and at 21, you're a lot more, you got a lot more vigor and vim, and you're a bit more reckless. You're wanting. So, yeah, you <laughs> take that and, and live it up. At least you're going to be as reckless as fuck for, you know, probably the first 10, 20 years of that before you get to that point where we all get to in our 40s and become a bit more, you know, settled in life. Right. So you think about it, 21, somebody going to give you 50 mil with the stipulation that at 65 you're going to be gone. You know how many 21-year-olds don't think they're going to live to see even 50, much less 65? They all living for the moment anyway. A lot of them. What'd you think, Al? Yeah, that was. Did we is that Al? fifty? Is, is that fifty mil? Is that a one-time thing? Well, I mean, you know, they 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 get they you know. It's a hypothetical, so I mean, I, I can't, I'm just I can't saying, say, is that is that okay? So 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 the the 50 mil on my one, on my tw- is on my 21st, thing, it's a one it's it's a on one time thing. On your 21st birthday, you're gonna be given 50 million dollars with the stipulation that at the age of 65 you're gonna die. So do you take the 50 okay. mil and and kick the bucket at 65, or do you like, nah, nah, I don't, I don't want that. So, I mean, that's a lot of people. Am I making am I am I making this decision with my twenty one year old mind or with or, or with my thirty eight year old mind right now? Uh, uh, you, know, you know what that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> of course, yeah, because, uh, of course, all of us looking back on it now. Of course, all of us looking back on it now, we kind of go, um, uh, but I mean, <laughs> I know I know how much of a dumbass I was at twenty one. That's what I'm saying. That, that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Do I get it? Like like like, are we making a decision from from where where we are? You know what I'm saying? Where we are now? You know what I'm saying? It, the mind state that we are in now, or or from you know well, being well, young, young young dumb and twenty one. 
I, I, I don't know. I don't know that we would have a choice. I think we would have to make it from from the twenty one year old mindset. Um, but 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 the 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 reason why I asked the question is because um, <clears throat> on yesterday down here in Atlanta, there's a uh, there was a partial study that had been uncovered by the Centers for Disease Control. And the Centers for Disease Control would said that uh, a very healthy man, meaning, you know, no no real diseases, no real um no no accidents, lived health lived a healthy life, can still reasonably live to be ninety years old. However, an athlete, football player, having played football their high school, college, and professional years, and with the possibility of getting CTE, will will most certainly, and they said it was an 85% chance off of the study that they released yesterday, there's an 85% chance that they will cut a third of their life out. So anybody who plays football from high school through the pros, will 85% chance are going to die somewhere in their 60s, between 60 and 65. So that's why I asked the question. Now, the way I asked the question could be unfair. You know, you could be like, ah, that wasn't really a fair way to ask that question, Rich. But, but on the other side of that, it made me think, with an athlete, no matter whether they're high school or their college, their collegiate, or their pro, with a with young mind and athlete, knowing that, although they've always had dreams, with that study being uncovered and that athlete knowing that, do you think they still take that deal? Do you think those young kids say, you know what, I'm still going to try and play ball? Because that's, I don't think that football is one of those things where you say, okay, you know what, I, I, I'm going to still play ball, but I, I'm just, I'm just going to be more careful. Than the other people, because can we really say that? Because what do our coaches teach us day in and day out? Go hard, go a hundred percent. More people get hurt trying to let up than they do going a hundred percent. And before long, you forget about the fact that there's a statistic. A statistic, although not one hundred percent founded, it still comes from a very reputable source. That says if you play in high school and college and then make it to the pros, you most likely will cut out a third of your life and die in your sixties. Well, considering that life expectancy in the U.S. today and it has dropped uh, in the last, it's been steadily dropping uh, since uh, going back well into the ninety, I think ninety three. Life expectancy has been dropping in the United States. Is that seventy-eight point seventy-four years? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> we, I mean, we all know people can make it well into the eighties, nineties. Some, if they're lucky enough, can hit that century mark. But you know, you you see people that aren't playing sports who don't have, you know, that financial freedom you know, to be able to do what they want when they want because they have it like that. 
you know, in a dropping, especially black men dropping in their forties like hotcakes. I mean, if that's a guarantee that I'm not going to die till sixty-five and I got fifty mil, and I'm thinking with a twenty-one-year-old mind, yeah, that's very logical in my opinion. I'm just saying. Okay. And what and what and what if part of it was you learning about that when you're now it was now then I'm saying twenty one, but now what if I back that up to eighteen? And you're you you know these facts, but you still got a D one school coming at you with a scholarship offer. But you and know you think these about facts. It, especially these you look at these kids that and and we see this a lot probably more so with black athletes than, say, others who have backup plans, i.e. going to college and, you know, getting a degree and they just playing sports recreationally. Hey, if I get into the league, great. If not, you know, I still got this psych degree or I still got this law degree or whatever. You know, among, sadly, among a lot of, you know, black athletes, that's the reason they play. So they can get, you know, into the league so they can get these, you know, massive contracts. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, I mean, I wish a lot of our athletes could be like the former Raven who just recently retired at the age of 26 after being with the team like three years, John Urschel, who is uh, going for his doctorate. You know, this dude is uh, was already – you know, one of these future brain surgeons, you know, this cat was uh, a- academically gifted. You know, like I say, just completed his uh, doctoral thesis, and he's going for his doctorate now, and this is why he got out of the NFL, just retired this season from the Ravens. You know, after I think he was with the team three, maybe four seasons, retiring at the age of 26. Is that, is that the brother that's on the, uh, is that the, brother that's on the, the chess commercial? He's also on the Bose commercial with um, with your boy trying to explain to him about the Bose headphones, and he puts them on yeah. after, like he's uh, JJ Watt, the uh, Bose commercial. Yeah, yeah, JJ. yeah. On Urschel, yeah. And then there's yeah, another was, uh, brother I, who retired last. I, there's an. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, nah, you're right there. There's also another brother, yeah, who also um, another uh, academically gifted brother. I forgot what team he plays for. Another one that's one of these uh, super intelligent cats. I saw the story on him. Yeah, as he, well. he became a farmer. He became a farmer. Like he had, like he has a farm. That oh, you talking about like that cat? The one that it actually, if you talk about the same brother, his farm is actually not too far from me. Uh, I think I want to say a town or two north of me here in, uh, outside of Raleigh. Yeah, in the next county. yeah, that's what. Yep, that's what. I'm yeah, that, brother, about. Yeah. that that brother's got a yeah. farm that's feeding, like feeding a whole town of people. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh he's actually uh let's say maybe twenty miles uh north of where I'm in now in North Raleigh. He's in uh next county over. But yeah, I remember reading his story too. I can't think of his name. But, yeah, he was also in the league and left to start a farm to feed, like, the homeless and stuff, yeah. So, 
Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, for a lot of people, look, I don't, I don't keep up with NBA like preseason and and regular season. I don't really get into it until uh, postseason. But who is this? Who is this Lonzo Ball cat and his dad Levar Ball, Big Rich and L? What's the deal with these dudes? Um, Alonzo Ball is this, is, is this young man out of UCLA, okay, um, who, uh, is, like, he's the next big thing, came out of UCLA, big-time ball player. Um, his father, Mr. Ball, uh, is basically, he, he, he's the hype man to all of his kids. And so much so that he's actually just a fool with it. And listen, I ain't mad at him. If any, if there's any reason to be a fool, it's to be a fool for your kids. So good, happy, do your thing. But when I tell you this, brother, all he is is just this loud mouth, this loud mouth marketing guy who he wants to market the name, the the ball name. Uh, he wants to brand it. He wants to make it a brand, which he has done. He's created a shoe. Uh, his son, his son, who hadn't got to the NBA yet, and already has a shoe uh, that are four hundred dollars a pair. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and hold that up, and pause, now pause, hold up, hold up, pause, 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 freaking pause. This brother hasn't played or, or really just left college. The league hasn't really started. I know they got, what, their summer league, D-league, or whatever. But he's not officially. <laughs> Regular season has started. He's already selling a sneaker for $400? Oh, I'm not saying that he's selling it because I don't know what the sales are. <laughs> but I do know that he has it. <laughs> he has a shoe, and they do exist. Oh, um, who's his contract with? He got a contract with Nike because I haven't seen a Nike shoe for four hundred. I mean, not even a Jordan. I think the Jordans are what two and some change. I don't know. I'm not sure who his contract is with. Um, I could try and look it up right quick. Uh. Uh, here we go. Alonzo Ball shoes. Z O two. That's what they're called. Alonzo Ball Z O two shoes. That's what they are. Former UCLA star and New Laker released the second color way of the Z O twos after he was drafted by the Lakers. Um The brand is Big Baller. It's the Big Baller brand. That's it. And um, they're designed pretty much like any other athletic shoe that you would see on the basketball court. And they are, my friend, $495. Man. Yo, Tell him and his yep. pops they need to have their head examined. I'm just, I'm, 
Yo, L, are you up on this? I say let home get his dough. Yo, like, listen, if you got somebody like Bunk, right? He's now like mind you he okay, he's slightly crazy. And and, and, and it's cool. He's slightly eccentric and and that's cool. But when have we seen a um a a person of color who's been this supportive to get all three of his children to a professional level and not just okay, get to the league sign a deal and get a whole bunch of um um you know sponsorships or 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 get a get a whole bunch of what's the name you know what I'm saying um endorsements rather he's like cool if 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 I'll play ball and if you play in ball and and you getting your name out there, you might as well brand that you might as well put your own stamp on it. And make and and make as much money or be as profitable, you know what I'm saying, and as successful with your name than anybody else would be with your name. Then Nike would be with the Jordan brand, or 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 Adidas would be with the Wade brand, or or uh, um, or Feli would be with the the Iverson brand. They still make an Iverson. You know what I'm saying? Or Reebok with the Shaq brand. You know what I'm saying? They still make Shaq. You know what I'm saying? So why not? Why not? If if I can, if if all of these companies do that, and they can make money off of my name and just cut me a, and cut me a small percentage, why can't I? Why, why can't I do that for myself? You know what I'm saying? So I think to me personally, that's great business acumen. You know what I'm saying? Albeit he's a little eccentric, and I think to an extent he has to be to draw that attention to himself and draw even much more attention outside of the sport for those boys. You know what I'm saying? But if their game can live up to the hype, you know what I'm saying? That's another selling point, you know what I'm saying, for, for, for that brand. He's cre- you know what I'm saying? He's, he's creating uh, generational wealth. You know what I'm saying? And you're seeing it from a black father. How many times have we seen that in this or any generation? Period. As crazy as okay, he may sound, as he okay, may talk, how many times have a, we seen that? Okay, El, but, but hold on a second. Pause for a second. And maybe it's just me. But as a black, fa- as a, as a black father, I would want to teach my children, especially my sons, the value of hard work. And putting in the work for it, not not buying into this idea of capitalism run amok. Hold on. So wait. So 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 we can't capitalize on that. You know what I'm saying? Kids is buying Jordans for two hundred a watt. You know what I'm saying? Okay, and I, but but I, we can't we can't capitalize on that. I've criticized Jordan and Nike for selling, and not even so much selling it at that price. But for marketing it to people who technically can't afford it. Yo, there's a whole culture behind sneakers where there was not 20 years ago. I, I, I get you that. Saying? I used to be a sneaker, and I get it. 
But still, come on, man. At what point, especially being a father, now listen, I can get a young person, yeah, you you get gully with it, you want to, you know, do that flaunt, floss for your friends, yeah. But a father, see, what, what are you teaching your children, seriously? He's teaching his kids to get bread, to get money, to have a career, and to have and, and to have streams of income and an outlet outside of out, out, outside of you playing ball. Go to school, right, get a degree. In, you want to play ball? Clearly, I'm in the minority school. on this. Clearly, no, I'm in the minority on this. Yo, and it's and you know what, and it's it, and I've heard I've heard I've heard more than a couple people hate on home. You know what I'm saying? But what other examples like that ideally do we have? It's you know what I'm saying? What other examples out there? What kind of what, what, what other situations do we see? What other situations do we see? You know what I'm saying? A parent getting behind home kid. You know what I'm saying? To the strength to not only you know what I'm saying to build the where he ain't never got to work another job in his life. You know what I'm saying? You got your own brand, your own business. You know what I'm saying? You can employ who you want to. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's not that I want to come and work for Nike or I want to come and work for Reebok. Or I want to come and work for somebody. No, I want to come to the I want to come to the table with something. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to partner with y'all. You know what I'm saying? And and the same thing and and the same thing like 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 what's name said in he said in an interview. Kanye Kanye West said in an interview. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 they'll make they'll let you make t-shirts. You know what I'm saying? They'll let you make sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a deal for the for the sneakers. You know what I'm saying? But but the architects or the people that hold the keys to the doors to high fashion, they're not letting you do that. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna let you. They're not. They're not. They're not gonna let you break the mold of 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 high fashion. The East Lace, the East Saint Laurent's, the 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 Gucci's, the Armani's, the the Ralph Lauren's. You know what I'm saying? The Giuseppe's, the Gucci's, the all of that. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna let a black face come in there. You know what I'm saying? And fuck that up and turn that on its ear. You know what I'm saying? So if you got all this pull, you know what I mean, or you got a bubbling little celebrity, then why not rock that to the to, to, to tenfold? You know what I'm saying? To to you know what I'm saying so that your kids build into that same brand. You know what I'm saying? That's generational wealth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Protect like Jordan guy. and his brand, Jordan's kids ain't gotta worry about nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's why you ain't never heard from them. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, okay, like yeah. like even like when this kid played his when this kid played at US uh, uh, USF at University of South. Uh, 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 South Florida, and they was like, "Yo, we wearing Adidas." Like, nah, nigga, I wear Jordans. You know who my father is, Bruh, I don't have to worry about playing ball. You know what I'm saying? I play ball because I want to, because it's in the jeans, because my dad is Jordan. I don't have to pick up a rock again. All right, all right, hold hold on a second, Al, because I want to get comedic thoughts. I want to get comedic thoughts. I'm gonna come back to you too, Rich, and I'm gonna tell you exactly why I brought up the whole thing of this dad because of a story I saw, and then. Get more uh, feedback for y'all on it. Comedic, you got any thoughts on this uh, story? This dad and these four hundred ninety-five dollars sneakers. Yo, comedic. All right, comedic. Then muted yourself or dropped off. Okay, well, can I, can I say my part I was going to say real quick? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so here's my thing, L. Here's, here's my thing. I get what, what you're saying makes complete and total sense, 100%, with the exception that it seems to me in this particular case, 
LeVar Ball, which that's the father's name, by the way, LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball has completely put the cart before the horse. We get who your kid was at UCLA. That's cool. But we don't see a whole lot of stars in college go to go to the to the NBA and be a damn bust. My thing was this. You all all you want your son to do is go to the NBA and play ball. And you want to talk him up as being the best thing ever, being better than Kobe Bryant ever was. Okay, I get that. I get what you're saying you want him to be, and that's great. And if that's all you were saying and you left it at that, that would be great too. But no, now you want to kind of come with a brand, and you want to see you, you want to, we got the big ball of brand, and we're this and we're that. And now here you are going on WWE. And you in some fake you in some fake wrestling match with somebody, so people see you on Monday Night Raw, and you're doing all this stuff. My whole thing is you put all this you've done all this stuff to build up this brand based around your one son who just got to the NBA and your other two sons who ain't even made it there yet. What if these niggas suck? What if they turn out to be shit? Lest we forget, Chris Walker got some shoes, too. You know where they sell them bitches? At Kmart for $15 a pair. <laughs> and Chris Walker is still a millionaire, though. And Chris, that, like, okay. like, like, don't start, nigga. Even, like, 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 for instance, like, 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 for instance, they sell FUBU in Walmart. Like, dude is still getting paid, my nigga. Like, like, don't start on that fifteen dollars, cause somebody would be quicker. Somebody, somebody be quicker to pay that fifteen dollars than somebody gonna pay that two twenty. Yeah, you're right, Elvis. My whole thing, but my whole thing. I don't believe that he wanted to put his shoes in Kmart for $15. I just believe oh, that that's, you know what? This is where the market calls for your name, your name on a shoe. This is where we can make it work. Okay, cool. And he's getting paid. Okay, cool. But you coming out the box with $495 shoes, and your son ain't got <laughs> Man, you better listen. You better you listen. You better go for you better you better go for the gusto. So what you gonna tell him? Don't. You gonna tell him? Don't. You gonna tell him he can? You gonna tell him you don't? You gonna tell him he can? You know what I'm saying? You gonna tell him no? Don't do that. Let's wait. Let's wait till he play. Hell no. I'm saying. I'm saying on this stage. I'm saying on this stage. His father can set him up for just as much failure as he can. Hell yeah. And that, and that's and that's that's, that's my that's my problem, Al. Because here's a story. This is why I brought up the dad's name. I saw a story uh, scrolling through my uh, news sources, and I've been seeing memes on social media with people that melded uh, Jordan's crying face with Levar uh, Ball's face to dad. And I was wondering who this dude was. And then I saw a story where they recently played in a game. I guess it's a summer league game or whatever. But he's recently playing in a game, and the dad, um, I think, actually got ejected from the game for calling out this female ref because she gave his son a technical. Basically, he showed his ass to dad, and he ended up getting ejected from the game. Now, again, 
I get it. You want to build not to mention not not to, not to mention the number one rated high school player busted their ass. Okay, but 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 here's here's the point that I'm getting at, L. When you are as unnecessarily animated and and just a bit over the top like this father is, I I, I get it with wanting to encourage you know, hey, go out here, you know, do what you do, you know, show and prove, let your game talk or whatever. But as Rich said, this dad is setting his son or sons up for failure with his own antics. He's setting them up for failure. Because if these boys or if this one now, Alonzo Ball, and all this hype that this man has put up on his son and then crafted this, nearly $500 sneaker, if he gets out there and doesn't live up to the hype of what his dad has built him or if he was number one pick in the draft or whatever, if he doesn't go out there and live up to that hype and perform, then you know what? He's going to essentially not only be the laughing stock, but he's not going to have a very long uh, tenure in the league, period. And a lot of that would have been his own undoing, like Trump, you know, and all the stuff that he tweets and says and does is ultimately going to be his own doing. This is going to be uh, Alonzo Ball's undoing. His dad is going to be his own undoing. That's all I'm getting at. I understand what you're saying about building a brand, creating a brand, but how about this? How about he get in the league? How about he has a phenomenal rookie season? How about he puts up – numbers or he helps lead his team to a winning record or, or make them better than they were the previous season, then you start to create that brand. Just, just, just you know, just, just a bit of advice from the atypical, but, you know, hey, what do I know? <laughs> Comedic, you with us, bro? <laughs>
because I haven't, I haven't, you know, watched this kid play. Didn't even hear about him in college. I didn't hear about him until you know all this talk came out, and then all I instead of really hearing about him per se, I was hearing more so about his dad than him. So I don't know if his dad is like the new Flavor Flav and the son is Chuck D or what, but you know uh, from what I hear, his dad is really a piece of work. So. I'll be surprised if regular season start, they tell him, uh, Mr. Ball, you're going to have to watch the game in the press box. I mean, not the press box, but up in uh, in, in uh, the owner's box or somewhere just so he won't be nowhere close to refs or his son on the floor to create unnecessary drama or scenes. Well, we'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. We'll see. Yo, we're going to take a quick, and when I say quick, I mean quick break with like a two and a half second track. When I was uh, doing my tribute to uh, female singers who died too soon, I meant to play this one. This is actually a duet that she did with one of my favorite uh, soul singers of all time. Y'all get into this classic, taking you back to the 60s, or it might have been early 70s with this one. Anyway, y'all grooving to this for two and a half minutes. We'll be right back. Yeah. You know, uh, all the 
female singers, and yeah, for those of you who don't know, of course, that was Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, Ain't No Mountain High Enough. But of all the female singers that, you know, I did um, when I was doing the tribute, this is probably one of the saddest stories to me. She died before her 20, like a month before her 25th birthday. Of uh, She had a brain tumor, and she had, they said, eight unsuccessful surgeries uh, prior to, you know, succumbing at 24. But, you know, to hear her story and how she, you know, suffered abuse at the hands of like of uh, James Brown and your man um, uh, David Ruffin and others. I mean, it's just a real tragedy, man. Um, but if she's ever portrayed on the screen, be it small or big, I would love to see Taraji Henson play her. Because looking at old photos of Tammy Terrell, there's an uncanny resemblance. Have you ever noticed that, Rich, that she looks like um, yep. Taraji? That she bears a striking resemblance yep. to Taraji P. I can see yeah, it. I it, definitely can see if it. it ever, yeah, if it ever comes to that where she's portrayed on the screen, I would love to see Taraji uh, get that role if her life story is ever told. But anyway, all right, we got down to five minutes real quick. Um, I'm going to have to save that story for next week, Rich, when I was telling you about the <laughs> about the uh, husband in South Carolina because that's just too funny, and I want to get the guy's thoughts on that thing, my man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> CL dropped off as well. Um, it looked like it's just me and you. Comedic, you with us? I see his line still lit up. I don't know if he fell asleep. May have fell out. Comedic, you still there? All right, because he did that one time on us before. We actually passed out. And brother did say he got to get up extra super early for work in the morning. So, yeah, it's me and Big Rich. Uh, you ready to sign off? I'm going to wait and save uh, the other two stories. Um, for next week, so we'll uh, get into that as well. As always, uh, we got four and a half minutes left, but you know I got to close the show out with my man B.I.W.G. song. So, want well, to thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you catch us again next Wednesday, every Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we give you 90 plus minutes of real talk. And don't forget to catch my man DJ Comedic. He actually did an evening edition of the house uh, lunch break today. He did it from 5.30 to 7.30 because of his schedule, and I think he's going to do it next week again as well. Typically it would be from 11 to 1 uh, during the day, but I think he said for the next uh, two weeks because of his uh, schedule change at work, he was going to be doing evening shows. So in any event, uh, check him out. You can catch them on Mixler uh, Radio, that's M-I-X-L-R, with the House Lunch Break Live. Typically it airs from 11 to 1, but I think next Wednesday is going to be starting at 5.30 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. Just uh, tune in to Mixler and see what time the uh, show is going to start in the event that he changes it again. And like I said, we'll be back here next Wednesday, every Wednesday, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yours truly, the atypical, along with the B.I.W.G. Rich, DJ Comedic, and Black Caesar. As always, thanks for tuning in. You guys have a great week, great weekend, and we will catch you back here. Also, we're going to start getting into these uh, Game of Thrones discussions because I'll be seeing my man, Big Rich's post, and myself and Comedic, we also be posting about the show. Because I got a couple of theories that I uh, want to run by you guys. I've been following these uh, forums with the Game of Thrones diehards, and these cats got some pretty wild conspiracies about what's going to come up over the next couple episodes before the uh, series actually ends its run next season, uh, season 
eight will be his final season. So, yeah, we're going to have that for y'all starting next week. We're going to get into some uh, Game of Thrones discussions. So, like I said, y'all make sure y'all tune into us. Once again, have a great week, great weekend. We get ready to sign off with my man, B-I-Double-D, Richard Song, which we got to sign off to every week. We're going to take this train and get up out of here. Y'all be safe, be blessed. Peace. Get up out of here.